Hi, everyone. Welcome back again. This is the Iconist Podcast with your two crazy hosts. I am Barry3D for Deep Dark Delicious. Hey, and on my side is DJ Rod C. I'm here, people. We want to have fun. What's up? Welcome to the Iconist Podcast. Yes, people. Thank you. Crazy. The crazy people are here. That's right. Crazy people with passion. So, first of all, we're going to get it out and then you open it. Mm. Um, so, first, big shout out to um you know uh so many people to shout out sometimes i gotta get it jumbled in my head right it's like i'm a my first of all my comedy brothers touch of gray so if you want to look mm-hmm. up and see well what's happening touch of gray you want to have some good shows uh to watch so we we do a lot of live comedy shows and then we're also on youtube so you can look up touch of gray comedy uh and that's myself barry 3d along with thomas patrice zelf ali and the man who puts it all together dave sokolowski Look it up, find it. You'll find it on the feature channels below on our YouTube, and you can go over there. There's over like 80 videos talking about all range of subjects from f- serious to funny. We're, we're, we're like the view, but you know, we're Canadian. <laughs> I, I, I like to say that we are the Canadian version of blue collar comedy, the plastic cut boys from Kevin Smith, you know, uh, Kevin Hart. That's us. That's, we're the Canadian version of that. So, you know, see us live on stage, see us there. Um, we're starting a whole, like our season two coming up very shortly. So touch a great comedy, look it up, um, follow the links. That, that's first and foremost. Want to do another big shout out to uh, Jimmy English on his podcast of Back to the Balcony. He's doing his second season right now. So you can find all that links uh, on my website, uh, you know, to his uh, and look for the microphone, the black microphone on the red background. That's his logo. You know, talking about all movies always has interesting guests on there that bring on a selection of movies that give you like tidbits, history, you know, some hidden gems, and then, you know, some funny, funny, wacky opinions on both sides of the fence with it. So definitely check him out. Um, also, my buddy Paul Ash has Battlecom. He has They Talk Funny um, and, and some other stuff. Look him up, Paul Ash. They do Battlecom, which is a live, uh, a live game show, you know, nerd related, nerd enthusiast game show and with and it's live so it's live on facebook live on youtube they do it once every two weeks audience participation highly 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 valued so nice. you get the uh, chat you get to put in your votes obviously very interactive excuse me very interactive got the hiccups um so th- those are things definitely to look forward uh and then of course the man who makes us look so pr- so pretty so pretty our, our homeboy jay bird jay bird Jay Bird Digital Arts, look for his deets at the end of the video. See the links below uh, for those listening on our podcast. And, and, you know, he's the one that's given us the templates, our logos, everything. And, and we have merchandise. We have merchandise. If you want to get yourself an Iconist t-shirt, you know, for those who can see it, you can see it. I'm wearing my Iconist podcast t-shirt with a logo and everything on it. You know, that's through yeah. Redbubble. you right. And, and the beauty of that is, is you just go to Barry3D.com. You go to the Iconist page. You click merchandise, you'll see, it'll take you right there to that page. You'll find this. You'll find my own personal B3D logo on T-shirts, uh, water bottles, books, anything, anything. We got a lot of, you know, merchandise spread out all over the place. So you can find that. And, and thank you for, you know, supporting live comedy and thank you for supporting this show. And we have our podcast page. We have our official podcast page, which is you can find on the website also through my blog and all that is there. And if you want to go directly, you know, we're on different platforms too. So we're on uh, Google Podcasts, we're on Spotify, we are on um, iHeartRadio, and there's a couple of more on and soon to be on iTunes. And you can go to the site directly, which is Iconist, the name of the show. So I-C-O-N-I-S, period, 
podbean.com. Boom. All episodes are there. Very simple. The video gets released on YouTube on a Wednesday. The audio, sorry, the video gets released on YouTube on a Tuesday. The audio gets released on the Wednesday, the day after. And, and we put those all up and you can see the backlog of all the other episodes we've done. Everything is there. So please like, subscribe, subscribe, share. Barry can't speak. Um, yeah. You know, download the episodes, let your friends know, share it. Let, let us show the love, share the love. You know, we love what we're doing and then follow us on our social medias. And, and we always look back to read and see all comments that you got. Everyone has to say about the show and, and the episodes yep, yep. and your thoughts. We really want this to be as engaging as possible. That's it for myself. <laughs> Mr. Rod C, where can we find you? Well, you can find me on Twitch. Um, you know what? We'll just go. You can find me definitely. You can find me on Instagram. Find me on Instagram at Mr. Rod C because he's laid off. He'll segue it off with Mr. Rod C. So let's go with that. So you can find me on Instagram and Mr. Rod C. Follow me there. Follow my events, anything that I'm doing. Um, I also am available on Twitch. You can find me on twitch.tv forward slash. DJ Rod C. Find me there. Listen, I'm there every Wednesday playing tunes and I do a randomly pop ups. Mondays and Wednesdays is when I play. And, you know, I'm all over the place. Like I play everything from hip hop, RB, soca, reggae, house, Afro beats. You know, whatever the vibe is, you know, I just let it out and everybody have fun. So it's a great environment. Make sure you come by. And if you come by, let me know where I saw you. If you saw this and you got the direction from here, let me know. Let me know you came from Iconis. I'll hail you up. All right. Listen, today is hey, going before to you be even start. Let me let me put this oh, out there. If you on. come over from Iconis and you go over and you see Rod DJ, tell him yeah, that that Barry 3D wants Saturday Love. <laughs> well, he see, knows I the paused. song. Oh, yeah, I just paused. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> Saturday Love yeah. by Alexander yeah. O'Neill and Sherelle. You tell him if you come over my contest, Saturday Love. If he gets like five people saying that, that means five people saw this show, went on to his show, and told him <laughs> about Saturday Love. And he's going to turn around and call me during his set and want I, I, to most kill likely. me. And I don't care because kill Saturday you. Love should be played all the time. No, no, I got no problem playing Saturday Love. I got no problem. You know, that's no, no, we no. already I mean, know. Over and over and over. I know we've done that. If you still have that tape somewhere, that's you. Because uh, as a side note, that's what he had me do. And he has it. He, not me. He had a tape with it back to back. Ask me how I know. Driving a couple hours. <laughs> playing it. I'm like, all right. Song ever. <laughs> Speaking of music, Rod, hit me. Hit, lead it off, Rod. What? What am I what? reading off? What am I doing? What are we doing? Oh, today, listen then, everyone. Welcome to another episode. So what we're going to be talking about is, as you can see, we're surrounded by autonomous beings, robots, as we know as the world of Transformers. Transformers! First generation! <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we're about to have some fun. As you can tell by the iconic spot we brought to you, we're bringing you Generation 1. We're going to be talking about Transformers Generation 1. And we we just kind of had a conversation about it. Like, you know what? We need to just talk and just have a little fire chat. So we're, we're just going to, similar to what we normally do, but we're just going to just go in and have some fun and hope that you feel some good vibes when you hear about what we like, what we thought was like, really? Did they really do that? Trust me. I got a couple of beefs with them on that but it's a good beef it's like 
man, you know you shouldn't have done that. Starts give you nourishing the dad, you know? Man, why you like playing? Why you like poking the bear? Why do you like poking the Megatron bear? I don't understand, son. Why? You don't like your life? You don't love your life? Man, why are you doing? Okay, let's let's get right to it. So first of all, we're doing this episode. Everyone's normal Transformers. Yes, we got it. We know it. You, you've watched it. You've had it. Maybe you had the toys. Lucky you, right? And 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 they didn't get the Gobot version, even though Gobots came first. We're gonna break it down. It's true. Gobots came out first. I know. I know. I know. Right. So here we comes out. So with Transformers Generation One, we're talking about it because on YouTube they just put out all the episodes of Generation One on YouTube for free. So I know um, a little while back they did GI Joe and all of that, and now they just came out with Transformers. So we're just doing that as a compilation and and as that. So breaking down, there was you know Transformers, um, the G One series came out, of course, back in the eighties, and it was. These these were first robots. They weren't even uh, all the same thing. They came over from Japan. They were all you know from different lines. You know, mm-hmm. one company turned around, uh, bought them, put them all together as one line, gave them a backstory. You know, worked with Marvel to make a well, four issue miniseries that turned into an ongoing series because the popularity was so great. Right. Then they turned around, dropped it on TV, and TV had a three you know episode miniseries to promote the comic and the toys. Wink, wink. At the same time, because they're not supposed to be doing that. And right. here we are. So now, all these years later, Transformers. And we're not looking so much at the history of the Transformers. We're not looking so no, much no, no. at the, the, you know, what led up to it. There's a lot of videos out there and, and audio and podcasts that already describe that. We're talking about what they could have done. And that is, we're doing a kind of a what if. <laughs> yeah, You know what? Yeah, exactly. It is our version of what if. Wow. And what if slash why? Why, why do you do that? Why? Like, 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 what if? And also, why'd you do that? Like, like you're too yeah. big for your britches. They were too big for their britches. Some people were too big listen, for their britches. Okay, so listen, look, let's not even talk about big. Let's not even talk about big and britches. We'll get into that part. Okay, so I, right, I, so, if I remember that point, I got a point. I got to try to remember on that. That's all right, I'm gonna try to remember you. All right, so we start off episode one, right? Episode one, opening sequence. Who do we see? We see Bumblebee. We see Wheeljack. You know, and they got to get back to Icon. No relation to Iconis, but. I like to say so. Um, <laughs> and they're stealing some rods, trying to get some energy, and then they get chased down by the jets, right? So you see them, and what was cool, you see them transform into their Cybertron version vehicles and not their Earth v- version vehicles, Correct. right? So, you know, Bumblebee looked like a, almost like a little bit of a spaceship. Uh, Wheeljack looked more of a, like a kind of a tankish minivan-ish, yeah. whatever. Yes. And, and then you see the, the jets, right? You see the Seekers, as they call them, and they transform into these kind of triangle fighter jets it looked really cool i, I thought that yeah. was awesome you know Never. all right boom Definitely. starts off okay they get back to their, their base they figure out what they got to do it's like okay we got all this energy on there's like optimus turn around well we got to leave the planet you know kind of thing sound wave is there <laughs> right so, listen yeah it's so so <laughs> so basically it, it's really like bumblebee and wheeljack were looking for any last amount of energon that they can scramble and that's really what it is. There was like a scavenger. There was a scavenger trying to find anything. Yes. So making it back to Iacon, basically, as they were on their way back, they came across a blockade. This blockade, of course, is with the searchers, and they're realizing we're going to have to fight our way through. And what kills me is the line from Bumblebee when they got pinned down. So they got pinned down. Wheeljack is in his, in his van mode. Yes. Bumblebee had turned into his humanoid vo- mode. Yeah. And put the 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 
basically the energon um rods like the rods yeah the energy yeah. conductors let's do it properly the energy conductors into the back of the truck whatever yeah so when it came to the blockade open the back door they got pinned down bumblebee comes out and just like you guys saying prime told me to be days like this but i didn't believe him i'm like listen you are in a war affair type of environment you are scavenging for energon conductors you are trying to just get by the day you didn't think and you knew who the enemy was with the decepticons and you knew when you saw the blockade oh this ain't going to be good prime told me to be days like that. you prime told you about days like that. you didn't believe him and that would, even, that, that would kill me real jack came back and you didn't believe him that's the part that killed me. We'll just have to give him a verbal five across the eyes. Five oh, across the eyes. What are you talking about? You, you didn't, didn't believe, believe it. <laughs> Listen, that's one, that's one of my like, boy, really? You oh, know? Excuse me, Come, on, Come on, man. Come on, son. Exactly. I was trying to get to that. Ah, Come, ah. On, son. Come on, son. Come like, on. Oh, You're man, at Bumblebee? war. So but the whole thing is, what was Bumblebee doing before? You know, because that means Prime has been telling him stories, but you're on a war-torn planet. For millions of years, there's been a fight going on. And and how did you not get part of this fight? Like, you see, see, I'm, I'm trying, I'm trying to be as very as very focused and very uh -huh. tunneled that I'm not going to try to reference from other type of like because if you go to what's now on net on Netflix, they got the Cybertron Wars. Oh, yeah, and yeah, then yeah, you yeah, yeah. and you realize that the history of Bumblebee a little bit better. Right. And I, you're trying. I'm trying not to say that because at that point, go check that out, and you'll see the difference of what we're talking about. I'm not trying to say that. Yeah, see, in what I, we know in Generation One, yes, you got yes. like you talking about like guy. Are you telling me for million on Cybertron for many millions of years they've been at war? So you're telling me even if you didn't pick a side, you know uh, this one you picked a side, but you didn't pick a side. You didn't see no no bombardiers, no flying over, no gunfight in your neighborhood. You tell me you didn't know on a whole planet that we're at war. Come on, son. That's right. That's that's like going with with the the future of Terminator, right? And people are running around hiding from the Terminators, and then someone turns around, runs into a Terminator, shoots, makes an escape, and it's like, man, you know what? John Connor told me there'd be days like this, and then someone else like, you didn't believe him? <laughs> you didn't see the scar up on homeboy's face? He, oh, okay, so that that I hear you. That, the whole right. you didn't believe him. I was like, come on. Okay, that's what I'm like. That, right. That, if I was so, a Transformer, I, I would need I would need to go up and ding him off the back of the head i if you go on my instagram page i have a picture of a cool car and i made my transformer name as rush because i would i would i got no patience it just got no time you know autobot rush that that if i was autobot it's blue it's a cool car and it's it'll be called rush and i going back in retrospect i should be a classic trans am different story okay so now we get we get the icon so basically like we were talking about sound wave sound wave is now being um He's just basically being uh, what you call it. He's just you know monitoring. Communi yeah, communication tower. Communication, communication tower. Yeah. But that was a great thing about it because if you look on the other side, there was another communication tower, and it just made like me always. I and I'm always wondering, was that a second Decepticon there, or just because you know he has the ability to kind of shape himself and whatever he was trying to be? Yes. Was he just mimicking? So that's one aspect that they never really went into, whatever the case would be. But it was great. Soundwave was there, and and basically updating uh, Megatron by saying. The Autobots, they've reached Icon, and it looks like they're planning to leave. Because by this point, Bumblebee with his big mouth, not knowing who's <laughs> around, chatting too much, stuff, saying, yeah, we got, these, we got these energy conductors. Hope this is enough for us to take off or something along that line. I'm like, yes. Lord, your mouth's too big. Come on, son. <laughs> Come on. You don't, listen, you got to be attentive. Who's, who's 
paying attention around you. Soundwave. And even baseball players use code. <laughs> they use hand signals. Right? Baseball players use hand signals. You out there giving away the whole plan. You're at war. Obviously, you didn't believe Prime. And then you got on the shootout, survived it, and then got there. And then, you know, it, it, don't you notice it's always the small Transformers that always seem to run their mouth a little bit too much? Listen, we know we got another one that we're going to talk about. So we won't even bring we, – we'll get – when we get to him, we'll get to him. Continue. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So so they turn around, and they do, they do that, and and they kind of get going. They take off plan, right? Mm-hmm. Right away, you know, uh, what's his name? Um, uh, Soundwave. Soundwave goes back, gets back to Megatron, tells Megatron everything that's going on. Da 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 da. Okay, cool. Boom. Done. Right? Like, okay, we're we're planning to go too. They jump on Nemesis. <laughs> yep. Take off. Okay. Then they fly through a meteor shower. <laughs> yeah. It, 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 well, it, it technically they didn't purposely go through it while they were while they were leaving. Out of nowhere, I mean, like, you ain't got proper sensors? Come on. Come on, son. Star Trek, and you're years after Star Trek. Star Trek have proper, you know, navigation and can tell from light years when impeding rocks were coming towards them. Your, your sensors? The Ark couldn't tell you that? Teletron Tron couldn't tell you that? For all you know, two big blocks came together and smashed in front of them. Instant, you know, asteroid feel that they're just now falling themselves into. You couldn't have seen that coming from how long? What's wrong with your sensors, son? What's wrong with your sensors? Okay, Teletran, Teletran, as much as these robots were super smart, Teletran 1 was not all the smartest, so fine. So they they go there, then they start shooting, you know, going through the asteroid. Megatron did the smartest thing. Follow them. (laughs) They're clearing the path. Follow them. Follow them. Smart move, smart move. I'm wrecking up my nemesis. Why am I wrecking up my nemesis? Nemesis, man. I got good paint job on this, man. What are you talking about? I got a good paint job on nemesis. Yep, yep. So turn around and started, you know, going through. All right, fine. Case closed. Uh, following him, right? Gets out there, saves his paint job on Nemesis. Then he turns around and says, you know what? We're boarding him. All right. So they board him. Okay, yeah. fine. Fight breaks out. You see Nemesis spear off in one direction. You see the arc go down and crash line. It gets in the volcano. Boom. Fight done. Right? Bodies all over the place. Hundred years, you know, millions of years later, volcano erupts. Causes the, the, the you know. The, them to kind of wake up, right? Well, let's pause on that second. I just, I just want, I want us to be able to be a little bit more de- uh, detailed, just, Go just because, it. in the sense that because if people are listening to this and you know they may have known about the generation one, but you know when they crash land. So basically, if you can imagine it, yes, the Septicon they infiltrated, broke into the Autobot ship, which is the Ark we made reference to before, and they're fighting inside, whatever the case to be, battling out, battling that out, and all that turmoil again. If you can imagine, there is like the, I would call it the the tube or the junction that connected from one ship to the other. Yes. It was still connected. So because of that, trying to fly at the same time, you can now realizing if this is the main one that everybody's fighting and happened to turn away, you're pulling on this. It now rips a hole. You know, it just it just caused damage that they lost control in the in the Autobot ship. So basically, when they crash land at the bottom of that mountain. Mm-hmm. He didn't know it. You know, we'll find out later what it is. But there was a crash land on Earth. This was back during, you know, dinosaur. This is like, this is dinosaur era. This yeah. is dinosaur era. So there's no humans and nothing like that. You know, at least no humans. They didn't say anything about it, but they said it millions of years. 
So they crash land. And when they crash land, they were just like, the impact was so much. Bah, 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 bah. Man lost a foot. Man lost a finger. Man lost a shoulder. Yeah. You know, body parts all over the place. It was like Jenga. Four Autobots. <laughs> Jen- literally. Jenga, 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 Jenga. I can't remember the, the verbiage of how you say it, but you remember, you got to understand. Jenga, parts Jenga. all over the place. Jenga, Jenga. Right. Yes. That's it. I remember right. the stutter on there. And that was it. So as Barry was about to say, they're now in stasis, not stasis, but they're just dead up. And it's millions of years later. As yes. they say, four million years past. Four million years past. Now, here, here it goes. So first of all, all the Transformers, now, they're on two ships, right? Decepticons on one, Autobots on another one. Decepticons go onto the Autobot ship. <laughs> Who's flying Nemesis? They left it this on is, autopilot, cruise control? This is, this is what I'm saying. You didn't have a crew to fly? Let's Megatron. This 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 is where my head kind of like, bruh. But you know what? Again, if you read the episode, Megatron says, let's board them. Now, Megatron should have been smart, as Barry was saying. Should have said, listen, you stay behind. And you know what? I'll pause on that exact moment. That'll protect words why he should have said that, because he did. When they left Cybertron, all of his crew was about to board. And then Megatron told one, I need you. I need you shockwave. Shockwave, that's right. I need you shockwave to stay and man the city. Basically, con- keep keep Decepticon lower and keep the fight going on on Cybertron. So Megatron left one of his number one lieutenants to take control. So mm-hmm. at this point, Megatron, you're telling me you, you couldn't tell someone, listen, hold, hold the ship. Hold the ship. We're going right. in. Yeah. Unless he's he honestly like you say he's not autopilot, but because of confusion on the other side, it, it bend up the the the, whole, the anyway. Right. So Next they day. crash land on Earth. They get there. Next Four day. million years go by. Mm-hmm. You find out it's in a volcano. Volcano was dormant. All of a sudden, comes active, explodes. Oh. Right now, it shows you the inside of the ark, and you see all the bodies strewn about, like like a broken piece of puzzle, like Jenga tower fall down. Everyone Looking. all over. <laughs> Look like and, Peter and, Griffin with his shoulder back here and his leg that way. Exactly. And and and, and 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 see it shake and it causes one one of the robots to Decepticon. fall backwards. It was a Decepticon, right? Exactly. Get that. So one of the robots falls backwards and Teletran one wakes up and it's like uh you know, repair, repair, explore, explore, and sends out like little drones, you know, sees okay, who's around? What's your body frame like? Boop, and fixed a Decepticon. Right. First one it fixed was, uh, I think it was Thundercracker. It was, yeah, it was Thundercracker. Thundercracker or Skywarp. Always get the two confused. But it fixed one of the Seekers, right? Fixed him. And he wakes up. It's like, oh, all right, I'm back. The first thing he does, and that's a smart move, is wake up your leader. Hmm. He goes, and the beam's still going. He pulls Megatron into the beam, right? Megatron gets fixed, gets a new body to blend in. Okay, so that's two. Megatron's first command, get the rest of the Decepticons. Okay, and starts pulling all the Decepticons in one by one in front of the repair beam because it's not moving back and forth. So they move and the repair beam fixes all the Decepticons that are aboard the Ark. Now, Teletram 1, you were built by the Autobots to serve on an Autobot ship 
and you couldn't tell the difference of who created you to who the enemy was. No yes. one put in no safety feature. Clearly, you all got symbols. The Autobot symbol looks one way. The, the Decepticon symbol looks another way. They said Thank Teletran you. was damaged. I'm like, so you're just going to fix everybody? You didn't, Okay, all right. Then you couldn't Bluetooth something? They didn't put no security feature in there? No, no, hmm. no uh, two-word authentication password? <laughs> Oh snap! Exactly, exactly. You know what? Let me just go back real quick. It was Skywarp. It was Skywarp. Sky what the thunder? It was Skywarp. Sky okay, so Skywarp. Sky Skywarp. Sky okay. Yeah, just at least everybody's like, "Hey, I saw this." We're just making sure no. we're correcting on the fly. Thank we're you. Correcting Thank on you. the fly. Don't be mad at us, people. We we are right. trying to make it as authentic as possible. As right. Possible. So now, so yes. Here, here, here's where they could have they they could have won the war, right? Real talk. Real talk. All the Decepticons are back. You're on a spaceship. No one has bothered this spaceship for years, which means it's unfound. Your enemies are all there deactivated. You all couldn't just get the bodies of the deactivated Autobots and throw them in the recycle bin? Listen, melt even, them even, down? No, listen, listen. You know what? Let's not even go. Let's, let's say that is one aspect. But you know, it's the machine, the, 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 the whole ship is not dormant. You know, it has enough power to whatever the case would be. Yes, either you're fine where you're going to recycle them or... You just take it and you just go, pew, 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 pew. You, you know, or whatever. Just uh, make sure parts. I don't know. You would have confirm, confirm your kill, confirm, confirm your kill, the kill. That, exactly. That's all you need to do. Confirm the kill. That, that, that was it. No, no, no. If you anything, I think they were like dormant, dead. What? But it came back. Okay, just get rid of them. That boom, series done. That's, that's, okay. I, okay, so here, here's my here, this whole scene is where I was like, come on, you could have Megatron. This was all yours to have, and you know when they they put two teams against another, and everyone looks at one team and says, yeah, this team, there's no way they can lose, and then they end up losing, and then when the announcer's like, you know, it was yours to lose, you you had it, but then you did this move, and now you've lost it. Oh, so they all get repaired. The Decepticons, mm-hmm. that is, right. they fly up out of the arc to see where they are. They look around and says, oh, this is a new world. You know, you think Cybertron still exists? It must. Okay. And then Starscream turns around and starts blasting the boulders. Let's, let's go for the proper terminology. An impudent Starscream. Yes. <laughs> Megatron looks at him and says, what Man. are you doing? And he's like, I'm making sure our enemies are buried and no one will find them. That's warning number one. Megatron says, stop doing it. You're wasting energy. Forget them. Let's just go. Right. Right? And leaves. Starscream stays there and gives a couple more blasts from his, his, his arm cannons, whatever. And the boulders fall down, hit the arc, causes it to shake. And then on the inside, you see Optimus Prime is hunched over a control panel. And his body falls backwards because of the vibration right into the beam of Teletram 1 and gets repaired and fixed. Repair. 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 Explore. 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 No, we explore. And then when he found out, then he says, repair. 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 Yeah. And that's where Optimus got his truck body transformation. And then, of course, they fixed all their other Autobots. Okay. Here it is. So you're on a strange planet. Mm-hmm. with your enemies that are dormant you're revived in their spaceship their ship obviously doesn't know the difference between decepticon and autobot it fixed you 
You Megatron should have just cleared out the rest of the Autobots. You have Cybertron technology. You could have used that technology to scour the planet. So this way you're not wasting your own energy to, you know, either fix the arc, build a new ship, and you would have been done. It would have been done unpeded by the Autobots on Earth. So Starscream not listening. First of all, Megatron failed to get rid of the enemy. Starscream not listening caused the enemy to wake up. Mm-hmm. When you look back and say, wow, man, Starscream had it rough in the Transformers history. You know, he always seemed to got the short end of the stick. It was his fault. <laughs> right, right, right. If you really want to go back and just say, is at this point in time, <laughs> when everything just went, you could like you could have just changed everything from there. Uh, but you know what? Again, you try not to think of what they possibly can do because you know for the series, hey, like you said, it's the first of a little mini series that they're trying to promote. You can, you can easily cut off. You could have done off the whole show within the first fifteen minutes. As sad as it is, we don't want that. So we have to play a blind eye to the obvious thing that you should have done. And I will even say that there is another version. Again, not trying to get source material on the current stuff, but it's the current one that has. Um, the beast, uh, oh my goodness! I, I just went, I just went blank. Beast machines, beast wars, beast machines. Yeah, beast wars. So the beast wars where they're actually interacting with original Gen One. Yes, um, yes, right. And yeah. basically, at that point, Rhinox was able to use the arc Teletran yeah. One to work it to do whatever they needed to do. So I'm like, again, you're like, the obvious is what you should have done. You couldn't do it because it was it was like Episode One. We need to make sure we can save hold. And make sure we can get some product out of this. I understand. But the obvious thing would have been Teletron, you working? Okay. Boot yourself up. Where are we? What's going on? Talk to me, Teletron. Talk to me. I don't have to go outside. I got a living computer. Listen, figure it out. Tell me what's going on. But I digress. That's what they should have done. But yeah. So that that's that's. That's, that's, you know, a couple of moments there where that whole series could have been done. Of course, we wouldn't have the series we have now. We get yeah, exactly. this. Exactly. So right? we have to let it go. We have to, we let, had it go. To, we have to let it go. We have to, but I, I looked at that and I just thought it's like Starscream. I wanted to just hit him off the back of the head, right? Five across the eyes for Starscream. That's what we're going to do it right now. So Starscream should have got five across the eyes. Teletran should have got five across the eyes. Megatron <laughs> should have got five across the eyes for not leaving someone on Nemesis, you know, because that would have been the ultimate backup for, for it. He, he fully committed to a plan that, Obviously, you know, they, they, right. they over, overzealous, right? Uh, these are three people that get five across the eyes, just, just within, you know, the first 15 minutes of this episode, five, five across the eyes, you know, there's still a couple more minutes to go, like seven more minutes to go. Uh, yeah. 15 minutes of the episode, five across the eyes, seven minutes to go. So at this point they go, they start exploring, you know, they figure it out. And then they come up with a plan saying, we have to build a new rocket ship. These are the Decepticons. The Decepticons are the ones who are making the decision to build yeah. a new rocket ship. New rocket so, ship. Right. Get back to so, Cybertron. Which means they left a perfectly, you know, semi, you know, they left a lot of components back on the Cybertron, uh, sorry, on the Ark. Now, right? Arc. Left that all behind to build a new script ship from scratch, big enough to hold all of them, and they need energy to get it. And plus bring back extra energy to Cybertron. You couldn't use Teletran 1 to help you figure that out, Megatron? Once again, five across the eyes. <laughs> So Megatron gets two five across the eyes. <laughs> Starscream gets one five across the eyes and, and one off the back of the head. 
and uh, Bumblebee gets a five across the eyes. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I think. Remember I think, the run, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah I think. Run. You know what? We should have like a notation, a number, five across the eyes. Five, five across, across the eyes. You, you, it's just a number. Just, what's just, wrong? Okay. One, five. I just added up here. But anyway, that's that's our jokes. That's what we're joking. <laughs> so, so basically, at this point now, uh-huh. yes, Decepticon is now trying to get themselves organized and realizing, okay, we need to get back. We got to figure out what we got to do. Octopus now has basically revived all his team yep. and got them. And he's basically saying similar stuff in the sense, hey, we're on a different planet. We're somewhere new. Um, but we know that Decepticons are out because when I went to sleep, the last I saw before I went to sleep, I was trying to knock Megatron in the head. And yes. then I, did, I just wake up and no Decepticons in the building. I'm going to take it that they gone. They left. They left me to dead. By here, so that means they're out in this world. We need to figure that out. So he's now talking to his team, the Autobots, and saying like, "Okay, we need to find. We need to find the Decepticon. And we're gonna have to. And you know what? That's one of those. Was that the first? No, that was done afterwards. So mm-hmm. at this point, he basically had um, Hound. Yeah. He said, "We need. Okay, we're gonna need someone to just do a little scouting. Mm-hmm. Hound." Cliff jumper, yeah. I want you to go and see the final Decepticons. Just tell me what they're doing. Do some recon. Let's know what's going on. Let's see where they are, what they're up to. Yes. Do some recon. Do not engage. Just hit me back up. Get get the information and come back. See, that's the reason where Barry's inhaling, exhaling. I'm saying the word engage, so you can realize that's a very important part in the story coming up. Mm-hmm. If you don't know, yeah. So, so, uh, do you want to take over on this board? Are you? Go right ahead, man. I'll jump uh, in when I jump in. Uh, all right. So, you know, you see, now you see, now we flash back to the Decepticons, and Megatron is making sure that he's getting himself organized. He's like, so, okay, we're going to need parts. We need yep. to scout and do whatever the case would be. So, some of, you know, some of his team members realize, okay, well, there looks like there is some, or maybe it was Megatron himself realizing off in an area, it yes. was like, it looks like an industrial, not an industrial, but like a plant, like a generation, like a, um, like a, uh, an electrical plant, yes, basically, yes or a yes. nuclear plant, I should say. Yeah. So that's where you know it's like you know what we can get some. En- Let's go check that out. Got there and realized it was you know get some energy and source along that line, and good old Soundwave now was able to construct something different because they need a way now to package all this energy. This is the first indication or the first introduction of energon cubes. Yes, basically digital, basically like holographic, empty cubes in that sense that will come out of star uh, shock waves. I mean, sound waves, uh, chess, and basically give them the ability that they can fill it up and so forth. So that was great. And I love that. I know yeah. something later on in life that we're so accustomed to Energon cubes, but when they were doing this the first time, they would be in cube form. And then when they compressed it down yes. to be more flat, not flat, compact, but more right. compact version, you know, able for them to fly around with, I'm going to come back to that too as well. You know, it made sense. I'm like, that's nice. So even let's go on that part. All the Decepticons have the ability to fly. Mm. This is what we find out. That all the Decepticons have the ability to fly. Yep. And then we find that we get back to um, Hound, Hound and Cliffjumper. So now they're now driving around because we're now oh my God. We're, trying, we're being yeah. introduced to them as Autobots. So I know the directive is making them their, their car form. So they're not going to fly around. They're going to drive around when they're in their car form. No problem. Right. They're driving around. No problem. Mental note, people. Not to sound bad. 
just just get your hand ready. Just get your hand ready. You'll know why when we say it. So, <laughs> Alan and Cliff Jumper basically relocate uh-huh. Megatron and the Decepticon and yeah, realize they realize and they look over a cliff and it sounds like saying we're gonna come in stealth mode because they they've now completed the task of um Optimus asked them find and see what you're doing. Yes, recon. Do not recon. engage. Do not engage, as we said before. Now Cliff Jumper was being extra eager. Get that Big hand for his ready. Bridges. Big for his bridges. Get the hand ready. And the boy just says, Listen, we need to get deeper. We need to get to hear what they're saying. Good old hound, at least is a good man. He said, Listen, we can hear from here. My man basically gave up the ability that you can hear audio from a far distance. He basically yes. put it like a little scanner on him so you can hear the audio. No right. problem. Because we want to hear what you're doing, report back, and let everybody know where we're going. Again, do not engage. Then you see the screen fills back up, and then all you see is Cliff Jumper. My man has himself like it looks like a bazooka gun. It's something bigger big than like him. that. Bigger than him. I don't know where he got it and stored it out, but that's another confrontation. We'll go with the dynamics of quantum physics and where he's hiding stuff in his miracle type of, you know, Doctor Who our TARDIS, bigger on the inside, small on the outside, looking kind of, you know, right, right, right. My boy has it. I said, I got Megatron. Get in my sights. Hound's like, bruh, brother, partner, boy, wonder, do not do it. Yeah, because that's the famous words. I have him, and this is what I mean. I have Megatron dead in my sights. In my sight. Okay, Hound, Cliff could, Jumper, you, 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 you smaller than Bumblebee. <laughs> You smaller, and you think yes, uh, yes. you going to take out Megatron. First no. name, Mega. <laughs> Last name, Tron. Mega Leader what? Of the deceptive. Me- mega kilowatt. Anytime you put Mega in front of something, you know it's got power. And I'm not talking about po- politics. But anytime you put me- Mega in front of something, Mega what? Mega Tron. You know? Uh, okay, that means it's extra power. It's not kilowatt. It's megawatt. It's extra. And you think that you, a tiny little Autobot with dreams, delusions of grandeur, is going to take out the number one. Okay, I play enough role-playing games. I understand the words hit points, <laughs> HP, armor class. Okay, you know, you gotta you gotta make the roll. It right. He's dead to my sights. Okay. Okay. He, he basically, he's trying to get that lucky shot. He's trying to get that lucky shot. So I'll give him that. I will Optimus give him that. Prime can't but take Megatron down with one shot. What, 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 we're not even going to get to that point. We'll, we'll, we, we, you would, no, but I'm just saying, like, if Optimus I, can't do it I, in one. I know. What, but, what makes you delusions of grandeur? I mean, did he take the Supreme gas and not regular and it messed with his his... his was wiring a little bit. Was he? Could've he was been. feeling good. Did he get a little bit too much energon and put him in a different zone? Did Could've. was he having an outer, you know, body experience? Like you use a little, you know, even as if you look at uh, Cliff Jumper as the toy, and and how he transforms. It was he was the size of a Gobot ready to take on Megatron, same size as Optimus Is Prime. He- it's that gun. He, he felt more comfortable. You know, he's just compensating because he has this big bazooka type of gun cannon. He felt that I give him. And he felt that, you know, I can get a clean shot. I just needed that one shot. Because really true, if you're a sniper, you just need one shot. I just need to get that shot. But the problem I have is armor that class. this is... Armor class is one thing. <laughs> that's, that's real talk right there. But the other problem I have is like, okay, 
you you are in someone's army per se because we'll start to understand when you start to watch the show you start to understand that the autobots are not really warrior warriors no. soldiers soldiers no like the decepticons are yeah so you only have the few people like a certain person we'll be saying his name cliff jumper who think he's better than everybody i'm like yo I'm small, but I'm big from the bridges. I'm going to take out anybody. It's like, slow down, partner. Slow down. All I got to say is, you want to get that clean shot. I understand. But if your boss knew that you were a sharp shooter, if your boss was confident in you taking such type of initiative and knowing that, you know what, even if you did it, I believe that you'd be able to fulfill that task. My man will not tell you, I just want recon only. Observe. Return. Listen. I just need to know where these guys are. We can come back with a battle plan, with yes. a source. We can figure that out. That's all he was supposed to do. Yeah. That's why I was vexed. That's why I'm vexed. But Cliff Jumper, because we will see what happened right after this. You'll see how his actions has repercussions. So he should have just buckled up, got back in his got back in his car mode, and those two scare off and disappear. No. Go Cliff and get Jumper, back up. Go. Cliff Jumper said, I got him in my sights. I got him dead in my sights. How's I said, yo, we're here to observe. Nah, I got him. I got him. I'm going to do it. Bam. How many get chance? He's like, you know, five across the aisle. I'm here on the back of his head. It's a guy. Don't do it. Too late. Bam. But of course, this thing, kind of what Barry is saying, it hit him. Bing. Megatron's like, who, who's Was that a mosquito? Who just hit me? Who, who <laughs> had the audacity to like, what? I'm what? Megatron. It, it wasn't even a clean hit. It wasn't even like a dead-on hit. He was remember that's what I'm saying. Cliff Jabber said, "Oh, he's dead to my sights." When he actually shot it, he got Megatron off the back of his helmet. That's what I'm saying. Megatron what wears a helmet. Hit him off the back of the helmet, and Megatron's like, "What was that? Who's what? over there?" Send right. send send out laser beak. <laughs> Check it out. Go get him. Go get him. It, it came from that direction. Send out laser beak. It, that was okay, it. Megatron made a good call. Lucky for them, they only sent laser beak. <laughs> Because they sent out any of the other ones, done deal. Done right? Laserbeak turned around, and Hound was like, uh-oh, you missed. And, 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 and Cliffshaw was like, oh, no, run for it. <laughs> <laughs> when he realized he messed up at that moment. And it's at this moment that Cliff Jumper realized he messed up. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> <laughs> when keeping it real goes wrong. <laughs> Listen, what kills me is that they're now making a break for it. Laserbeak is on their tail trying to hold them down, trying to catch up with them and get them. Yes. Wild enough, Cliff Jumper gets away. But who who faced damage? Poor Hound. The Hound one gets... who was following orders. The military person, because he's a military jeep. The one following orders gets, you know, they split up, shots go. Um Hound yeah. goes down the hill. Right. Yeah. Uh, Cliff Jumper was able because when when Laser Peak was going, he they they got to uh, a division, right? So yeah. Hound went to the right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cliff Jumper went to the left. Laser Beak got there, didn't even hesitate. Laser Beak went after the bigger victim, which was Hound, and he sent off one of his his guns on remote to follow um, Cliff Jumper. Mm-hmm. Cliff Jumper was able to blow up the gun, but that was it. And he's like, "Ah, I made it. I got away." But Hound had to deal with Laser Beak, precise shooting. Shoots him off the cliff, falls down. Laserbeak thinks, okay, he's dead. Flies back to report. 
on what he saw and, and went right back and then got the sound wave. And it's like, laser beak, what you see? Uh, two Autobots, um, you know, both are destroyed. Are you sure? He goes, well, I saw one of them go down a cliff. Okay. <sighs> Megatron. If you didn't learn anything, you should have watched the movie Zombie uh, Zombie Land. Always go for the double tap. Always double tap. You should have sent out Starscream, who was trigger happy, Thundercracker, Skywarp. Let them go to where, you know, and, and double tap Hound before Hound got up, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Hound, you know, Cliff Drummer finds Hound. Oh, man, I'm really sorry. Uh, but then he finally calls base for backup. Yeah. You know, at this point, at this point, it's a no grappler. Grappler has to go and or hoist yeah, one r- of the two. Ratchet, uh, right, r- uh, ratchet, and ho- holler. So holler pulled him up. And yeah, holler. Yeah, sorry. Holler yeah. pull him up. Pull him up. He's like, oh, you know what, man? What? Um, you know, you know what should done. I'm really sorry, man. I'm really sorry, Hound. Cliff Dumper, don't don't be sorry. Next time, just don't miss. Oh, <laughs> uh, let me tell you, if I was Hound, five across the eyes, hard five across the eyes, with who you kidding? <laughs> Why I would have put, put a Street Fighter sound to it. Five across oh. the eyes while going, who are you kidding? <laughs> uh, uh, like, come on, man. You, it don't, it, uh, Prime's words were, don't engage. Come on, now, son. Come yeah, on now. See, that's what happens because a lot of them, they don't listen. Everyone wants to do their own thing. Everyone, you know, everyone wants to think they're the leader when they're not the leader. When the leaders are telling you, don't, Starscream, stop wasting your ammo. Cliff Jumper, don't engage. See, they need to be a third division of the Autobots or, or Decepticons. They need to be a third. So you got Decepticons, Autobots, and you got Numpties. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the Numpty Squad. The Numpties, that's right. They're, they're, they're numb on the outside, empty on the inside. Numpty Squad. And that's Cliff Jumper and Starscream. Hilarious. 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 <laughs> Don't follow orders. Do their own thing. And it backfire on them all the time. You know? <sighs> yeah. So yeah. That, that, that was that. They get back. Okay, fine. Got to figure it out. And it's, and it, it Megatron still making a spaceship from scratch, taking all materials from Earth, making a spaceship from scratch. You know, sees humans for the first time. But why'd you leave the Ark? You you should have just stayed at the Ark and just you know mm-hmm. strip down the Ark and and use that as your spaceship. Well, that's it. Exactly. At that point, he should have just went back and just went for pieces. At that point, he realized that Optimus is alive, but he should have at least made the attempt to go back. Because up to that point, he didn't know that the Autobots were alive. So he could have just, in his mind, you have an empty shell. I need parts. I should have went back there. But I digress. I digress. Yes, so, yes. So that's that's what stands out for me. So that that that, that was just, you know, yeah. well, you episode know, I, one of more than I, one. I got I got one more part I want to bring in. Go for it. In that episode, on that episode one. So basically the next the next scene or the next episode scene you'll see is that now Megatron is now realizing, okay, I need another place to get source of uh uh of energy because yes. Starstream again is an impotent fool. He is now testing out the energon yes. to make sure and shooting out the nearby rock boulders across the way. Megatron again, what are you doing? I want to test to make sure it works. Listen, if I didn't think it would work. I would have told you to test it. I just, who set it up? You didn't make it. That kind of organization and that kind of setup came from Soundwave. I trust Soundwave. Listen, it's supposed to work. That's what you just did. You, you didn't know. It. You didn't test it. <laughs> that was just things. You didn't yeah. know Megatron. You didn't test it. I'm a better leader. If I was leading the, auto, uh, the Decepticons, this war would have been done uh, a, a millennium ago. It's like, <laughs> man, 
you you want me to just go into gun mode and just just knock you up the butt you across the back of the head with it. Holy all I gotta say is this man, Omega John saying, you know you just wasted more energy on you. Now we gotta find some more resources. Yeah. Thank you, Starscream. Now we gotta so, do two strikes instead of one more to get enough energy. Thanks, thank Starscream. You, You're the best. You're the best. <laughs> so so with that now they go and find an off um offshore offshore um oil, oil rig. rig. Oil yes. rig. And this is where we now see them. They interact in the first interactions. Not say the first interaction. At least they're saying um, they did the first. The desktop Decepticons did the first interaction with humans when they did that first raid. This is now the Autobots' first interaction with humans. But what I wanted to point out out of this whole, there's two things that happened during that scene that made me die with laughter. For one, the Autobots, the Decepticons, they flew in. Yes. Let's go back to that part. So the Decepticons have the ability to fly, even when they're in robot mode. They have the ability to fly. Yes. Perfect. No problem. Then you see the Autobots. The Autobots start flying in. So the Autobots, when they're in in in, in robot mode, they have the ability to fly. Mm-hmm. That's great. Unfortunately, you only see this after a little while. And I guess the you know the direction they change it up that they don't fly anymore. Because after that, you don't after a, after that particular mini series, I gotta go back and check if it's five or six or whatever the case. But after a while, you don't start seeing no Autobots flying. Anymore. The only one that's supposed to fly at that time, at that time, I mean, they they did that more after was um, uh, Sideswipe. He was the the red, you know. He's already this side. Yes, you know. yes, yes, yes. The, the, right, because he has a rocket pack. Yes, yes. Right? Well, that's him exactly. and Sunstreaker. Both him and Sunstreaker right. have yeah. rocket packs that allow them to fly. That the Mirage, the only... didn't Mirage have one? Or Mirage, Mirage didn't have a. No, Mirage uh, never oh, had okay. one. It was really one. Sunstreaker okay. and yes, and, those were like the and Sideswipe. Sideswipe. They're the we're ones like the that have rocket packs. The twins. Right? Yeah, no, they're supposed to fly. They work as aerial combat. That's why that was their specialty. And, and that was it. Everybody else didn't have the ability to fly. But they flew in this particular first episode. So mm-hmm. follow me with this. You're flying in, whatever the case may be. You're now having to fight with the Decepticons again on the on the on the oil rig. Megatron. I got my I got my uh I got my um Enjon cues. Decepticons, we're out. Deuces, we're out. They start to fly off. I'm gonna leave something for you to do, Prime, while I'm you know, making my way, my escape. He blows out two poles, posts out of the the oil rig, so you know it falls down. Yes, right. Humans, some of the humans, you know, they're getting they're caught in the mid in mid crossfire. You know, they're getting trapped underneath the grid. Someone came to help them. I can't remember who. I think maybe we'll talk to this. Someone came to help them out. Mm-hmm. So here's one thing that kills them. I know you're talking about. They land in the water. No problem. Ask me why. For one, let's be realistic. You're full of metal. You're heavy like ram gold. How you ain't thinking? That's the one and just the obvious things. But we, I digress. We'll let that one go. Why are you swimming? Humans having a problem over yonder. So I'll come to you. Yeah, I think it was Holler. Once again, Holler is one of the Holler. little trucks. He's, he's one of the little trucks. He's the one that got trapped. Right. So no, see, Holler got trapped. <laughs> and then um, someone came to help him out. Yeah. But someone swimmed over to to Spike and um Spike and his father. Yeah. The spark spark plug. plug. So so I think it was Optimus who, who swam over. So yes. in this regard, I'm now seeing one, three Autobots swimming. But here's the biggest joke. For Holler, who got his arm caught up, and I think it was again I can't remember who 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 freed him out. But once he freed him out, okay. Fly out. So wait a minute. You couldn't fly out of the water. 
fly over, hover over to where you go, lean over him, pick up the human, or see if you can pick up the railing. And if it's stuck because of something on both sides, that's cool. Cut your way in like you did. No problem. But you had to be the fight. So now, what killed me too is I think this is the same episode, the first time you're seeing. That wasn't Mirage. I think it was Jazz. Hmm. Yes. Jazz. Jazz now using a grappling hook out of his hand. Han goes down, come up with a grappling hook. Fling it to you to pull Optimus in. Wait a minute. Can't you fly? Can't you just pick up the humans and just float out of the water? Out of the water. And just floats and just put them on the other side of the ridge so that they can safe, be safe? What happened to your flying ability? Because you have to leave there somehow, fly out from the ridge, right. and go back right. to the ark. Right. You could have flew. You could have right. flew. You could have flew. You could have flew. Right. And, yeah. and, 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 and then, you know, the, the first interaction with Spark Plug and Spike. Spike is being, oh, you're off world. Oh, you're, you know, you're aliens. And, you know, uh, wow. And it's like, yeah, you're not shocked to see some living robot standing in front of you as tall as Optimus Optimus Prime. Come on. We are the Autobots from Cybertron. And in my mind, making a diary. (laughs) Thank you. That's the part that that killed me afterwards. Holy. That's the part that killed me afterwards. That the next episode now. Uh No, no, no. No, Was it the end of the first one? No, no, no. It was the second one. The beginning of the second episode. Yeah, yeah. You see Spike now on top of the mountain by where the Ark is. And he's writing a diary. And da-da-da-da-da. And... You know, they're going to go to Cybertron. Right. And he wants to go. Yeah. I'm like, you just met these alien beings. And yes, you're trying to be nice and helpful and whatever the case to be. And your father say, yeah, you can go only if I can go. I don't know. I don't know about you. I ain't going up there just so soon. I need to know you. What's up there for me? I'm going to eat. I'm going to sleep. What? First, exactly. So you want to go to Cybertron. You don't know how far it is. You don't know if they have what kind of air they have. You don't. You definitely know the Autobots don't have food. What are you going? What are you going to eat? Do you want to go to Cybertron? Um, and then again, like and that's something never covered in the series, right? And it's and yes. that's reminiscent to cartoon <laughs> series. So like so, yes. when I say cartoon series, if you watch a lot of the Bugs Bunny stuff, anytime you had one of the main characters had a son or a daughter, you never saw the mother. Like Sylvester, you know, you had Sylvester the cat. He had his son. You never saw True. the mom. True. Right? True. You, you never, you never, you never see <sighs> the mom. Like the mom is never spoken about, never mentioned. You know, Sylvester's getting into all this trouble with his son. You know, uh, you never see the mother, right? And any of the other characters like that, anytime it was like that, there was never a, a, a full parent thing involved. There was only just one parent. So in this situation, it's the same thing, right? It's, it's you got Spike and you have his dad spark plug. Mm-hmm. And you, you never hear Spike mention anything about his mom. Him and his dad wear the same uniform, wore well, the same place. There's no okay. It's not to say that the mom's passed away. Don't mention the mom divorced. They yeah. never mention the mother in the comic book. They mention the mom, right? The mm-hmm. miniseries, you know. But they never mention the mom, right? So. Listen, you know what? That's, that's you know, it's just again, so, it's a day of age of when they make that stuff. You've got a responsible parent, and a responsible parent says, Okay, no problem. You know, you want to go? Well, I want to go too. Sure. Do I want to see a different planet? But I want to make sure that if I go to a different planet, can I still get a cheeseburger? No, I, I don't I don't eat energon. I don't that's eat energon. What am well, I gonna I'm, eat? When I'm I say gonna, man, I'm gonna I gotta be- pee. <laughs> the 
I'm going to be nice and assume that they have those type of conversation off-site, and we'll just let that go for now. That's the only thing I can be nice to them. I'll be nice and give them that. But it's, it's hilarious that it's these type of scenarios were so, like, if you were trying to update, if they're trying to remake the first, the, like, the, the Gen 1 series, yeah, nearly word for word or scene by scene, yeah, these are these are stuff you're gonna have to fill in. You're gonna have to fill in the gaps very well inside here because there's certain things that made no sense then. No, no, they but, didn't make no sense. And that's it. So they, we talk about that going to a different planet, and then even then, you're going to a different planet, not under peaceful times. It's under war. <laughs> well, what? you know, no, no, you know what? Let, let's let, we could we could put a pause on that. Four uh, million years have passed, so we don't know if there's war or not. You could well, be walking in. It's yeah. only war between these two fractions right here because they're off base. They don't know what happened back there. So they're just continuing the war to to what they know of. Yes, yes. The last, back, last memory. Okay, I get what you're saying. But memory. Keep so, in memory. Keep in mind, though, right? Um, if it's still Shockwave there. was left there as, as commander-in-chief to oversee anything. So let's say the war is but, over. Who won? Mm-hmm. The Autobots could be coming back and it's like, hey, we're back, by the way. Um, we're all now Decepticons, no matter if we're ground vehicles right. or air vehicles. And right. you guys are seen as outlaws, so now you're arrested. And what's this, what's this human, what's this meat bag thing here? What's this, what's this? I can't remember what Megatron used to call humans, right? But it was like, what's yeah. what's this meat thing here? What's what, what are we supposed to do with this? What, what it's so small and fragile. What are we supposed to do with this? It's like what we when we see a bug. When you walk outside and you see like a potato bug or you see a spider or you see something, you're like, oh, what the heck is that? Right. You don't pay no mind to it. You see ants, you walk by, you pay. If they ain't messing up your house, you don't pay no mind to it. You walk by, you go away. You see a fly, you go your way. That's how the Autobots or the Decepticons really look at humans. They see them as little gnats. They see them as flies. Mm -hmm. It's like, we're not bothered with this, right? (laughs) And walk away. So I'm like, this this blows my mind. So you want to go to, if I'm going to a different planet, I'll make sure, hey, I get get there. I'm going to get treated, okay, well, I'm not going to be seen as germaphobe and thrown into right. some kind of tube. And then you go, so that's it. So Spike now writes in his diary, wants to go, walking back in. Now, if you, this is where Spike gets five across the eyes. <laughs> you uh, are the main person right now on Earth. You and your dad know about the Autobots. The Autobots have told them about your, themselves. And they've told you about who they're fighting, the Decepticons. Right. Right? How do you not recognize the symbols? He comes off his boulder, sees a Walkman, and, you know, picks it up, looks like, oh, what's this? One of the Autobots must have left it outside. You didn't see the purple well, you, you, Decepticon you, 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 symbol? Yeah, yeah. Well, he just, yeah. I, I hear what you're saying. I mean, saying. what Autobot would have a Walkman? Right? First of all, you pick it up and say, oh, one of the Autobots must have left it outside. It's got the Decepticon symbol right on its, its window where you put the tapes in. He throws in his bag, walks right past security of the Ark. Well, of course, the Ark can't tell Decepticon from Autobot. Well, let's go back on that one, exactly. Right? And then my man puts it down, you know, and then all of a sudden he walks away and then, you know, Soundwave transforms, transforms himself back into the Ark, plugs in and starts getting all the resources from around the Earth because Teletram 1 now has already done a search. 
So right now, now Megatron yeah. wants to use Teletran 1. And one, nobody still didn't put a passcode on Teletron 1. Nobody didn't <laughs> check to see how the Decepticons came back and why they weren't there. And it's like, oh, Teletran 1 did this. Maybe we should update Teletran 1's internal memory or put some safety guard on there. They didn't do any of that. They left the door. First of all, the arc is wide open. Like that door, it, the door doesn't close to the arc. It's wide open. Yeah. Anyone can come and go as you feel. As and you then, see. so no security. I mean, really? <laughs> they thought they were living in a suburbs in a great neighborhood where they could just leave their doors unlocked. Then they realized they crash land in America where cr- people get crazy. <laughs> you know, like you always lock your front door, no matter what day, you know, morning, noon, night, lock your front door. They leave it wide open. So first of all, Spike just brought it right through, brought Soundwave right through, Soundwave hookup, find all the energy resources that Teletram has uh, compiled for himself. So smart on Soundwave how he got in, but right. you, you you dealing with Autobots, you couldn't say Autobot symbol looks more like a head. Decepticon symbol has a shite, sharp, a, pointy thing I, at the bottom. I, listen, I you know what? It's it's the it's uh, well, you know what? It's like a, it's like a personal tattoo. You see all your crew having a tattoo. You just you're not paying attention who's the different or not. To, you know, well, get, also, I know, but yeah, look, he just he just Rod, he Rod, young. That's like me. young. I know. No, that's like me going to LA and I walk by and I see a red handkerchief on the ground and I pick up the red handkerchief and say, oh, someone must have left it. I'm going to put it in my back pocket. And then I cross a certain street and then I look around and I see everyone has blue handkerchiefs in their back pocket. And I'm thinking, oh, they all got blue. Nobody has a red one. And I pull it up and say, hey, did anyone drop this red handkerchief? Now, them looking around with all blue handkerchiefs going to go, oh, he's a blood and this is crypt territory. Okay, it's on. (laughs) My my naivety would have got me, you know, done up. So that being said, you there's only two symbols you need to know, only two tattoos you need to know. I Dobot, Decepticon. You yes. can't tell that. Well, again, this is again the naivety of <laughs> young Spike with Ricky. We'll just leave it at that. So yeah, I know I I I, I hear you, I hear you picking up random stuff off the floor. He and I was like, ooh, fine, I could sell it. But ooh, look, someone. His his mindset was like, well, at least he wasn't trying to teeth it. He's like, ooh, I'm gonna keep this. He's like, well, you know, I guess someone dropped this. Someone left this here. Should have left it, but we'll let it go. But he brings in. He basically brings in the communication specialist with backup. With backup. Yeah, because we all know Soundwave has four cassettes, even though they'd only show a couple of ones. He's got yeah, four. Yeah, you three. Yeah. Right, 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 but he's got four. So he's got frenzy. He's got um. Actually, he's got yeah. You so got frenzy. Got, yeah, no, you got frenzy. He has rumble. You have yeah, laser frenzy, beak, rumble, yeah. laser and beak, ravage. Ravage. Oh, sorry. And there's a fifth one, diamond beak. So diamond beak is very similar to laser beak. So yeah, diamond, oh, laser yeah. beak is red. Diamond beak yes. is 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 yellow. Same thing. Yellow? They're both birds, right? Okay. And just like laser beak is like a sharpshooter. Diamond mm-hmm. beak has that beak that can cut through anything. He's not right. often in the cartoon, but he's made. So all the time, Soundwave, to me, is my boy because he walks with backup constantly. He's got five cassettes that transform. So even if you got him, you got to deal with five. Right. And that's Including himself, that makes six. Six on one. He's always got everyone outnumbered. And he's a, a, one of the bigger Autobots. Like, I mean, he shrinks down small, but he's height-wise, he's the same size and power as Megatron. Right. He is. And, and that's a good point you talk about size because... I know they are trying to be as relative as possible, but there are times when you see Rumble. Yes. We'll just use the humanoid part of that yes. as a Rumble. Rumble. He is, um, sometimes he's looking small, 
and sometimes he's looking about the same height because we're going to see now in this same episode. Yeah, there's a there's a part where later on from um, Soundwave now getting this information. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and Soundwave now basically now that he's transforming to full robot mode, and right. now he's trying to download all that information. Teletron now not realizing, oh, you're not one of me people, though. You're not one of my people. Alarm, alarm. Everybody now start freaking out. My man's getting as much information as possible and then bolts out. <laughs> I guess, because, oh, sorry. The joke was that he he ejected out of Ravage, out of him, yeah. to get the cassette to go into Teletran one to start recording and downloading all the information. Yes. And when that happened, that's when Teletran one started to, like, freak out. Like, hey, someone's here or something along that line. Then he had to bolt. So when he bolts, he's telling Ravage, he's running. It was yes. it's just, it was so humanoid, and it made me weak with laughter. <laughs> Soundwave is running out. <laughs> Rabbit, Egypt, Egypt, Egypt. As I say, but uh, hurry up, boy. We got to go. They're coming. <laughs> Rabbit, Egypt. And he's not even stopping to look for his, 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 his parts. You know what I mean? His, yeah, 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 his, yeah. his unit. My yeah. man's like, I'm running out the door. Ravage. Eject. 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 Yeah, made me weak like a minute. Every man for themselves. Run, brother. <laughs> made me weak. Made me weak. Every man for themselves. Poor Ravage getting out and then he get catch. <laughs> but but while enough, they've never said this type of thing because they've always made this. Here's the thing. Uh-huh. They've always made it that whenever the information was recorded on those particular tapes, which is yes. Laser, Ravage, or anybody. Yeah. It has to be put back into Soundwave. Soundwave for it to be recorded, or at least get it transmitted to maybe the local internal files. Yes. You know, the hard drive. Right. You know, we're getting a little technical right now, but this is the particular one time that Ravage never made it back to, never made it back to um to Soundwave. Not at this point, no. But Soundwave had all that information that was needed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was the one time that was a typo in the way they did that. Yeah, yeah. It's now, true. It's true. But it was, it was cool. It was, it was cool. cool. But you know, and I and I get why. I, I think that, you know, three of them would have to do it. So like, I mean, because Laserbeak, Buzzsaw, and Ravage don't speak in this right. series, so they have to always go back in, right? Whereas Frenzy and Rebel do speak. Um, you know, they have their own yes. voices. They, they, you know, uh, so they can always say, "Oh, this is what we heard," and just relay it that way, right? So that 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 was. <sighs> it was it was beautiful, classic, like. Egypt, my boy's like everybody for himself. Yo, gotta, you go, gotta go, gotta go, <laughs> gotta go, gotta go, gotta go. It's either you with me or I leave you. <laughs> yeah, I'll catch you back. <laughs> Meet back at the rendezvous point. What? I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> so exactly. So that that that's what got me, right? And he gets back. Okay, fine. Ravage gets captured. They come up with a plan. They go through the information. Right. You know. Okay. Uh, what, what else in that episode? Right. And then you know the okay. So yeah. maybe- oh. Megatron this, with the, okay, go ahead. Go no, ahead. no, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, just the Sherman Dam. If you remember that's that, that's what I was gonna say. Yes, Sherman Dam. So now Megatron, Soundwave, Soundwave gets back and he briefs, you know, briefs Megatron and tells him, "Listen, this is what we're figuring out. All the Earth's resources, and this is what we need. Autobots have been getting it's compiling information. to recompiling it as well. We got it now. So where you can get the most place, the best place to get the most amount of energy, energy would be the Sherman Dam." Right. All right, we're going to hit them. We're going to hit it up. I'm realizing the concept. Again, 
you got to look at it that they don't know what the concept of what humans are and what meat flesh meters they are as you know as flesh creatures streams. that's it flesh creatures flesh, flesh creatures flesh creatures would be and you know it's just hilarious but you understand the concept of water and pushing through a dam to generate energy so what we're going to do we're going to need it we're going to need something big like a tidal wave i'm like how do you even know the word tidal wave there's certain words and stuff that they were saying that always made me weak with laughter like you well, just you hear I, how you I know always it. i took it that they would know these words because when Teletram one scanned it and kind of put the encyclopedia because we don't even know if Autobots speak English, right? I just took it. Teletram I, one went around and got what the local language was from certain parts and and just imparted that with them. Universal so translator. Universal translator. That, exactly, exactly. <laughs> and that's why I left it up. I, I always left it like that. Universal translator. I put it in there. This is why it, you know a transformer anywhere in the world can speak any language because. My, you know, and they do mention they have universal translators in some of their episodes, like later on when they go right. off planet to different, you know, and they're on alien planets, but they understand them perfectly. You know, they make so some of them do make that. So yes, I kind of blind eye, blind eye. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah but Sherman Dam, Sherman Dam, Sherman Dam, Sherman Dam. <laughs> Sherman Dam. So basically, let's say so. Then basically, they organize themselves. The Decepticons go and going to hit the Sherman Dam. Yes, they did was sweet. Is that a couple of miles up the road? I don't even mean, shouldn't be that far up. Anyway, up the road, the um, sound wave lets out uh, rumble. So this is the first time we're seeing rumble. Yes. This should be the first time we're seeing rumble. Rumble, as we're saying, he's a humanoid of sound waves, uh, cassette um, yeah. soldiers. Yeah. That's a nice way of calling him. Um, but yeah, he basically has the ability to like turn his hands to transform into like, you know, these giant jack pylons, jackhammers, pylons, yeah. jackhammers, and he's just basically just going into the middle of the river. Or of, of yeah of the river and just jacking up to this thing create you create you know more momentum and just the shock wave aka turns it into a tsunami tidal wave so there's more energy on being pushed through energy pushed through the Sherman Dam so they can now put it as output to change into yep. uh energy on cube. Great idea. I'm not like even it. knocking that it makes nope. sense. Like Megatron. You're smart man. You're smart boy. You're smart. You're smart. At least, at least that. Okay, there we go. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. But so well, well, you know, these these things happen and the Autobots came by realizing what realized what was being done and then basically tried to swap that plan. And then, you know, just minor stuff. You know, they get into a battle, a suit in battle and whatever the case to be. And same here's another scenario again where stuff that never made sense. Is basically off the, the same the same scenario. They now in the water. Yes. They're in water. Hound goes in the water to uh oh, I'll make a mental a 30 second mental note. Go for it. We will we will know later on in life that Spark Spike, sorry, Spike is always associated with Bumblebee. But in these yes. early editions, he was always associated with Hound. Yes. The father would always jump in with Hound's car and and Hound's truck and drive off. So those two were the pair. It yeah. was human and hound, hound and human. That's yeah. that was the pairing up. That's what they hear. So, yeah, exactly. So, so basically, you know, he's running that part. So hound with Spike get to the river, and then hound said, "I'll go deal with what's going yeah. down there." We, we detected the source from the you know tsunami is happening here. It's like I'll go and deal with it. It's like I'll be right back. And then a, a covering comes over his face, like, in, in like a mask. That part, I was like, <laughs> he was going deep sea dive. He's like, I'm like, why? It's like it's, you know, just to show it. that he's going underwater. It's like you didn't need one in outer space, but now you need a mask now. Oh, oh, okay, and he goes okay. underwater. <laughs> yeah, you know what? You know it. You know leakage and water come in and 
Yeah, from I, yeah, and, and that's how I took it, right? Yeah. But it was still, it was still funny for me. It's funny because you know what? It, I look at it too as well as a drawing aspect. Now, if they left it open, hmm. kids now will not be able to hit space, so you'd have to worry about them having that space covering up there. Yes, well, some kids yes. might decide to go in the water. Well, I saw a hound; he was able to go in the water with no mask. I don't it's need true. a mask. It's true, and that's where the critics Has, come Has in. Hasbro don't need no problem. Right. Hasbro don't need no trouble, man. Listen, mask up, mask up, mask up. No, so, not, so I can't remember if Rumble was masked up. I really can't remember. No, he wasn't. I don't think he, he wasn't, was. right? He wasn't. I don't you know, think. How, okay. yeah, you know, there, and that, and it's an interesting story about Rumble because you had Rumble and you had Frenzy. Okay, mm-hmm. now the color scheme was, um, if I remember right, Rumble was always supposed to be the red one. But when it got over here to North America, they got the names confused. Yeah. So they made Rumble the blue one. Blue. Yes. Right. And then they always made Frenzy like his, his twin brother because they look, they look exactly the same thing was the red one. But they gave Frenzy the same jackhammer pylons. And right. Frenzy is supposed to use sound waves, like ultrasonic high pitched sound waves, which he mm-hmm. really never did in the cartoon. So they always kind of got those two confused. Every time he did his powers, like, let's get it. You know, no one rumbles with Rumble. Right, so yes, Hound gets under that water. He goes underneath there. He goes looking for, for, for you know, the source of it. He sees, mm-hmm. you know, see he rumble? sees Rumble. Why didn't he just shoot him? <laughs> He's Hound got a big missile on his shoulder. Listen, the, 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 these are the things that got me. I, I wanted to stay all that. I, I I said a certain part before, and I'm going to say it now. I'm going to revert back to that. Okay. And in regards to Rumble and his size, because. When you look at what the size of Rumble is, Rumble should not be as tall or nearly as tall as Hound. As Hound. No. He should not be. No. But this is where I'm saying the related are trying to get the size difference, whatever the case to be. Uh-huh. You know, we're trying to we're trying to promote this as best as possible. But in reality, Rumble should not be as tall or close enough that he can put his hands around. Again, another another killing thing that killed me. They're trying to fight whatever the case to be. And they're now choking, like saying, Brother, I don't I don't know. Can you really can you really squeeze my windpipe? Can you really squeeze up my windpipe? I don't know. But he's there. He's trying. He try, Rumble is trying to squeeze out Hound. And I'm like, yep. why don't you just shoot him? Just like you said. You flew in. Rumble didn't see you. He had bottled it. All I see is Hound coming from the back. Hound can now. Hound, this is when you take in the power. You take the, you take the imagery of Cliff Jumper. I got him dead in my sight. That should have been the words out of your mouth. I got him. I got him dead in my sights. <laughs> this time, I got him dead in my sights. That should that should have been it. But nope. that happened. Rumble beats him. That's another part that killed me. But we'll we'll kind of let this go because I say these guys are not warrior warriors. They're not no. fighter fighters. So, but I always Rumble, thought Hound was a fighter. That's why I felt thinking. I thought Hound was a soldier. He should have been. I thought he was too. Yeah, he's but after he's, a military jeep. He's got the colors. I always thought. I always took him that he was one of the fighters. You know, I know for example, like Wheeljack. Wheeljack is not a fighter. Wheeljack is an inventor. Okay, got that. He's a scientist. Yes. Yes, he's a scientist. Proud. Um, he was some type of warrior. You know what I mean? Wheel, yep. uh, Wheel Hound to me, some type of warrior. But anyway, so yeah, I get you. So he turns out they fight. Next, you know, Rumble beats Hound underwater, leaves him like buried in something. Comes up to the water, and then once again, Sparkplug is looking. It's like, "Hey, who are you? Where's Hound?" Okay, if you are the source of the incident, talk about it, right? And you know, a, a, your buddy goes down to deal with it, but talk you don't about see it. him come up, and you see another one come up. Talk about it. Automatically, you know he's the bad guy. He was never at the ark. You. I was about to say that part. I was about to say he was never on. Was he this morning, Rouster? 
Yeah, the morning rouser. I don't remember seeing you there. No. Yeah, yeah. You're not you one of us. Never, that should have been the answer. That should have been the answer. Plus, once again, he's got the Decepticon symbol square on his chest, <laughs> up on his shoulders. You, you you hang in with the Autobots. You can't tell one from the other. Once again, remember, I'm walking with a, 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 red, a red handkerchief, and I'm, I'm walking into an area with a lot of blue ones. So, no, you automatically should see that. And then what's the first thing, you know, Sparkplug's going to do? Hey! And he's going to run over trying to punch him? How do you punch Thank metal? Tink. Thank you. Thank you. And this is where we go back with the size the difference. But now, right. now he's about a human size. This is where this is Rumble. Yes, Rumble yes. it should be around this is the this is the height the Rumble should be. So Rumble should be about say six feet. Well, yeah, he should be around. Bit, I'll give him a little bit taller. A little bit taller, but yeah, higher, yeah. But, but close but yeah. high. Like, yeah, I can yeah. go seven. Six, I can go six, seven, six. seven, eight feet. I can go with Rumble. Oh, like, I don't go big. I won't go. No, yeah, it's too but, much. But, yeah, you're at eight. Yeah, eight is too much. So let's say seven. I'm gonna go with seven, right? But he walks out there, spark plug goes over to deal with him, and then what does my man do? He finally does five. what he should have done. Five across the eyes. He gave Yo, Spark Plug a tink. I was weak. I was weak. I'm by saying, watch yeah. this now. Watch this human abuse going on right here. You right. got what are you doing on me? Yeah, keep it away what from me. Five what is this fly? What is, what is this fly doing to me? Why is this fly bothering me? Swat Pow. the fly. I was Brother, I don't, I know you're trying to look after your. Can I think? Did he? So wait, when Rumble came out, I'm sorry, people. I'm being very de- detailed on this because you got to understand it's kind of craziness. When Rumble came out, I uh-huh. think Spike interacted with him first. Hey, what you doing? What you now being naive again? Like uh, yeah. you were on this morning roster. Like what are you talking like that? And then he got pushed aside. So yes. he pushed him aside. And then Spike comes, I mean, Sparkle comes like, say, hey, don't do that. Basically say, don't, don't rough handle my boy like that, my son. Yeah. Ding! And I'm like, at one point, in reality, if you're a, dude, a true Jackie Chan, you'd be like, ding, ow! I just hit metal. Really? You don't think it's going to hurt if you didn't hit, you hit a piece of metal? Then he gets, then he gets swatted. Hilarious. Yes. Hilarious. Yes. Yes. Hilarious. Right? And then, and then they have to go and get someone to go and save Hound. Because I, I can't remember who went. No, no, it was, it was, it was, it was Spike. Spike, that's Spike. right. Spike, Spike now. Spark blood, sorry. No, Spike. It was Spike. So Spike, yeah, right, right. Spike is now again the human now having the ability to hold his breath and fly down and go down and just hound is now cover up with rocks. So I don't know where you think you had the strength to move it, but you know what? Fine, you did, you did that, and uh, you you come back up, and now he's now he's now suffering, taking in water, and then you see you see hound behind him. Wow, yeah. Thanks a lot. Or something along the line, like, you know what? You didn't flood your engine. You didn't flood your engine. I was weak. I was like, okay. Now at least we're getting some human engine type of robotic conversation. And let's say, well, I don't know what the inside of you, but uh, you, you could have flooded your engine. Okay. Right? I appreciate it. I appreciate the help. <laughs> right. And, and, and then, you know, of course, on top of Sherman Dam, that's where Megatron and, 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 uh, and Optimus are having, having their fight. Yeah, it starts, I think, inside the dam. Then he kind of gets kicked mm-hmm. out, and then they, they kind of end up on top or vice versa. And that's when they pull out the energy mace, and the other one pulls out the energy axe. <laughs> the energy axe. Very rare they did that, man. I was stuff that, I was stuff that they only did that very rarely, man. <laughs> and then basically, as per usual, Megatron is telling him, listen, you can't do this. You're washed up. Prime, come back to your old Megatron. You're yesterday's news. You're yesterday's junk pile. I'm like, whoo, trash talking going yeah, on. Yes, you're, okay. ready for, you're ready for the scrap heap. 
I was like, fuck here, we get into we getting some pure scrapping on going now. Yeah, Megatron still just dealt him a hand and knocked the man out. The man now in the water. Away. Yeah, and like again at this point, he should be like fight, fight, fight. Why don't you just like you know, if you look at Superman, a back like you know, if you're going for that three pointer, just yeah, yeah. float back out of the way. Like, listen, boys, we got our energy. Let's go. And gone. Pull, pull up, pull up, General Zod. That's all Zod would have done. Kneel before Zod. That yes. was a Zod move. That would have yes. been a Zod move right there. That would have been a Zod move right there. Oh, man. Anyway. Look, still fun watching, right? Right? It's still fun. So that was the end of the... Was that the end of the second episode? No. That was near, 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 the, near the end. Near the end. Near the so, end, so, right? Because they, so, they go to the mines. They go to the mines, right. So basically, I just want to come back to one more yeah. thing. Jazz again. Prime fell into the water. And Jazz again is using his 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 uh, hook wrench to pull Prime out. Prime. You can't fly out? Or none of you boys can just fly over, hover, and just dip in the water, pick up the man, put him over your shoulders, and fly him out. You couldn't do that, anyways. I just like want to say that. that guy has all the memes, or that that that, that, that I think he's African. That kid there, kind of. <laughs> that's just the thing. Cool. Yo, yeah. you know, I follow him on yeah. TikTok. Yeah. And he just yeah, yeah, he's hilarious. That that this would have been perfect. All we need to do, if you remember, put this picture here. Yeah, <laughs> just put it in here. That's all it would have been. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So that's basically it. And then you know they basically realize that um, this other kind of realize that they got to get some more energy by going to the mines. Right. So, they go to the mines. Uh, hilarious as it was, the mines. It's a small little place, which made me also think this part as well. The Bruma, they, yeah. The, well, they sent they sent in they sent in Bumblebee and Sparkplug and, and Sparkplug, right? Yeah, right. So they send them both in because they're the smallest ones that they can enter in. So in my head is like, how else, how do the other Decepticons that are bigger? How do they enter in? Why you need the smallest ones? Like you make it sound like the only one can fit through. Mm-hmm. Like, well, I, and, and, no, because if you watch the episode, they kind of fly out. So I assume they fly in. Now, now, for example, like Megatron, when Megatron transforms into gun mode, yeah. he transforms. Well, his size always varies. And, he, and they always said that he can change his size, right? So he can be either a human size handgun or he can gun transform into a handgun that can be, you know, held, size held of, by, by uh, Starscream. By Starscream, right. And the Starscream's a sharpshooter, so he always would go there. But anyways, that's so funny. So you, you figure that if Starscream was holding him one time, Starscream would just crush him. <laughs> Just to win, right? It's like Megatron yeah. transform quickly. I shot off to this, and by the way, crunch. Right. But crack. That's it. That's, yeah, I digress. Uh, we we digress. So so they go around to get into mines, and they're gonna set these mines, set these bombs, right? Because Wheeljack gave them the bombs. That you guys got sixty seconds. All right, right. They start setting the bombs, you know, and then it's like oh, Optimus. I don't like it. It's taking too long. He transforms, <laughs> drives up to the side of the mountain. Okay, Roller, go in there. And it was cool because for once they showed Roller. Mm-hmm. One of the few times you see Roller that comes up from the back. Because the whole thing is what's in Mike, uh, uh, Optimus Prime's Optimus. trailer. Right. And, and there's a whole thing there, the playset that has so much yeah. more to it that yeah. they hardly touch on in a cartoon. You yeah. know, so Roller comes out, Roller goes in there. And then, you know, it's like, uh, Autobots, Decepticons. And then it's, you know, explosions, explosions, explosions. They're all buried. Oh, no, spark plug in and, and, you know. Um, Bumblebee Sparkplug and Bumblebee are buried inside, and then Optimus is now realizing Roller. Yeah, he's like Roller, but the explosion kind of blasts out the front of the the cave. So Optimus rolls all the way down the hill, 
mm-hmm. side over side. So he's damaged. Roller's gone. Don't know what's happening with them. And that's how it ends off. And then it picks up with, you know, oh man, we got to do something. Let's, let's, you know, they flip Optimus back onto his, his, his wheels, right? So it takes all these Autobots to finally flip Optimus back to his wheels, which shows you how big Optimus is or how small some of the other Autobots are. Right. And that's what I'm saying that it's, it's the, the size difference. I know they're trying again, it's the beginning and everything like mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. but the ratio of that was they should have been they should have been bigger they should have been they should have been bigger than than just the, even the trailer yes of yes. Of, of you know height wise yes 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 so right so they, they turned around they did that again it's got to do for dramatic effect come yeah. on prime you can do it transform <laughs> you know i mean <laughs> made me weak made me roller weak. comes back Roller, you're still around. Yay. He's like, okay, they got to dig out, you know, Bumblebee and spark plug. And then mm-hmm. they dig it out hand by hand. And it's like, hey, Prime, you know, we did it. We're saved. It's like, yay, everything's great. He's like, the Autobots are buried in there. You know, sorry, the Decepticons are buried in there. And Wheeljack's like, yeah, you know, my bomb's 60 second timer. You weren't joking, Wheeljack. 59, 59 second, 59.9 seconds to be exact. <laughs> you know? Uh, I was like, all right, everything's working out. And then you hear the big explosion. You see the, the Decepticons flying out. Right. It's like, no, they lift. And and, and then now uh, this is what gets me. I'm not sure if it was, and this is where I, I lose this moment. I'm not sure if it was in this episode or episode two. I had to be in this moment where Starscream and Megatron have it out. Um, You see, you got to be more specific because they always seem to be having it out. Uh... This is the first time where and Megatron counts him down, right? It's like Starscream is like, you know, if I was leader, this would be different. I would have done things differently. I would have been already, you know, but you know, and Megatron's like, you will yeah. never be a leader. And it's like, yeah, it's, it's, it. either this you're born to lead yeah. or you're it was not. This one. It was this one. It was right. This you're one. born to lead or you're not. And he's like, oh, Megatron, you made all these mistakes. And he's up in Megatron's face. And he's like, you know, you know what? Starscream, I'm done with you. You know, and he's kind of conversation is done and he starts to walk away and Starscream pulls up his hand and takes a shot and Soundwave is like Megatron and, and, and he dodges and he misses like Starscream mistake number one <laughs> I'm like about time about time because <laughs> he called it like, you know you took a shot at me and you missed mistake number one <laughs> I'm like finally you know and then he, and then uh, he goes, and then he's like, you know, mistake number two is like always saying how you want to take me down and you don't take me down. I'm like, Megatron, just deal with it. And then Megatron is like, my turn. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> this always, man always switched me. faster me. than the flip of a coin. He was all big for his britches until he realized he missed Megatron, and Megatron just turned around and. My I'm turn. Gonna, I'm gonna dead out. I'm gonna dead out. Man, gonna kill me. No, you gonna go flat line. <laughs> and even Megatron shooting on purpose missed and just took him in the shoulder. Just pow. Yeah. And I'm like, why you let him live? <laughs> you know this guy's gunning for your position. Take him out. HR's oh, on your side. Soundwave saw it and said, "Well, Megatron didn't swing first. <laughs> well, right? See, here, here's here's the confidence of Megatron. He knows that no matter what. Uh-huh. You can give this guy the ammunition. Give him the battle plans. Starscream will still mess it up. That's how much confidence he knows 
that like I'm gonna still need this guy. I know I'm gonna need this guy somewhere down the line. Let me just utilize him. I right. still need a body. I still need a body to man the gunner when we leave. Or I need a guy to to clean up the, the swap the deck. I don't know. I'm gonna need somebody, and it's always gonna be him. Because what kills me at that point is that when he got shot, he's now on his knees. Knees, yes. And he's and he's scrubbing. He's like, he's like running, you on, he's running it, on his knees. Make a try. He's, he's on try. his knees, people. And I'm like. Wow, when you can see the human emotion in that, in the sense of the reality of the guy's just, his mortal death was right there. He saw his life flash before his eyes. He saw his flash, his life in 4K. Maybe in that days we didn't have 4K, but we'll add him up and say at they, that had, time, they had 4K. We did they had 4K. They had 1080. We'll be nice. We'll give them they were 1080 when we were not even at two at two nothing. They were at 1080. They were yes. crystal clear. They were clean. I saw my life flash. <laughs> All on his dashboard in his eyes. <laughs> it's not good. Yeah, he should have took the mercy killing because for how Starscream story ends up, I think if he got killed off there, that would have been a lot better for 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 him and for Megatron. All the time, Megatron <laughs> got to deal with this insubordinate, you know, schlub. So yeah, he turns out takes a shot at him, right? And he missed, and he goes back and he shoots him. And Starscream begging for his life, and then because of certain events, it's like, oh wait a minute, we have to go now. And 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 Megatron is feeling good for half a moment. Megatron was like, yep, still got it, still on top. I'm Megatron. You can see, you can see the way he was standing. Is like, yep, still got it, still got it. It's like, who are you trying to impress besides yourself? Everyone else follows you without question. No one questions your authority. It's only the screamer that questions your authority. You, you, you got to, you got to, he got to show his. He has to show his power. Just, just then everybody just remind you. Uh, Megatron, I, I mean, look, you, you got to keep in mind, right? Soundwave up there, but fiercely loyal, right? Yeah. Okay, Shockwave. And in the comic book, you see Shockwave come down, and he he's the one that challenges in the miniseries and when they start going in a regular series by Marvel. Shockwave is the one that starts challenging Megatron for the leadership of the Autobots because he's also another kind of gun, right? He turns right. into a giant yes, laser exactly. gun, you know. Yes. And in the toy, he was a purple laser gun, and 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 they just even left him as his own thing. He didn't shrink down in size; he stayed his own size. He would just turn into that giant gun that would fly around and hover, and just so he was powerful, right? Ah. You know, even when you see the opening with the Autobots and they show him in the cartoon, right? In the opening, you'd see him transform, you know, he'd be a gun, like a cannon on top of a tower, just shooting at everybody and then transform back into his shockwave mode. Yep, yep. So I'm thinking, why Starscream such a, you know, Starscream, you're, you're a little bit lower on the totem pole than you think. Big for your britches. Megatron should have given him five of the eyes right there. Five of the eyes right there. Megatron gets five of the eyes for not giving him five of the eyes. You know, what's a shoulder shot? <laughs> Foolish mortal. <laughs> you know, and then you get in there with your own ego. Like, yes, I am Megatron. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Listen, pure jokes. So listen, at this point now, these guys are realizing that we need to, we need one more heist. Yes. We need one more to do. So basically, they, um, let's see if I remember correctly. Yeah, because in these three episodes now, they built a ship from scratch, which they could have gotten. Right. Right, yeah. scavenging some of the parts from the from the arc, um, you know, and, and and later on, I mean, if you watch when this is only a three issue, sorry, a three episode miniseries. Later mm-hmm. on, you find out, or very close after this, when they go into like its full syndication, you find out that Nemesis, their spaceship, is actually on Earth. Right, they, they never look for it, but it is on, it crash landed on Earth, and they do find it. You know, I, <laughs> jokes. Yeah. So we listen. It's it's. 
We're gonna, we'll, we'll, come, we'll have to come to that. We're gonna come yeah, back. yeah. And I know people are going to say, what do you mean? It's like, okay, if you look at the episode where they bring in the Insecticons, the Insecticons find the, they're, part, they're part of the original spaceship, the Nemesis, the remains of it on Earth. You know, the Nemesis 2, as I want to call it, is the one that's underwater, right? But right. you'll see why in this episode. So they turn around, make the spaceship. They go around and they do the last hit. The last hit is at a, uh, what, is that the Air Force base they hit? No. Um, yeah, so like an Air Force base, kind of uh, rocket base yeah. or whatever that yeah, was yeah, just yeah. a giant mirage. Hologram, yeah. hologram, hologram, hologram by, by Hound. By Hound, was, Hound is yeah. dangerous, man. <sighs> Come on, he was underutilized after the yeah. series. It was all about Bumblebee. That's that's my only thing. I was like, why is it always got to be Bumblebee? There's so many interesting. Again, it's the kids. It's, it's going to be relatable to the kids. But he just was that naive person. He yeah. may be the same size as as Cliff, but Cliff was completely the 180 on the other spectrum. He's about to jump off. Cliff Jumper is literally jumping off any cliff. He's taking his name to heart, jumping off the top of a roof of a house yep. to jump to a tree. Yep. They're like, listen, we don't need that to promote an art. And then kids are jumping off the trees and realizing, well, the red one who did that in, in Transformers. Now, nah, let's go with yeah. nice, mellow, yeah, nice, relaxed yellow. Yeah, <laughs> mellow yellow. Mellow yellow is the red Cliff Jumper because Cliff Jumper, even when they did, and this is off, when they did the 3D animated one, the voice of Cliff Jumper in a 3D animated cartoon, yep. even yep. though he's only Please. there for an episode or two, it was played by Dwayne episode. Johnson. Yeah, he was only, yeah. The Rock. He, was he only two? I thought it was just, no, he for, died and he came back. Yeah. He got killed off. He got killed off in the first episode. That was in the first episode, right. And he like, Cliff not Jumper had a little bit minutes, of, Not even the first 10 minutes. That's it, minutes. but it was, it was The Rock that was voicing him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. this is why if you look at that Cliff Jumper, you see him as a little bit more sleek and he has like bull horns on his hood. Yeah, for Rock the Brahma Bull, right? So they gave it to him. Good on you, good on you, Dwayne Johnson. But you know, you, you, he was a transformer. He can actually say that. But mm. going back to the G one series, all right. So now it's like the whole rocket fuel scenario, <laughs> right? So, it, so that 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 part is hilarious because now, basically, we'll just skip to the part the Decepticons. They were able to. The, the the Autobots try to set up a, a route a ruse and basically try to trick the Decepticons with hologram that Hal made. Yes, but the Decepticons, Megatron said, "I knew your plan from the beginning. I was on to you from the beginning." I'm like, "Yo, I don't know how he figured. I can't remember how they figured that part out because they really- fig- he figured out that Ravage got away too easy, and as soon as he got that too that easy and got the information, he was like, oh and he didn't give away his hand at the very beginning. He only gave away at that moment." Yeah. He's like, let them play it out. I will show up. Let's show you how bad M- M- Megatron is. Come on. Because Megatron gets there in that scene, and then the Autobots troll, and it's like, you know, so the, the Decepticons come into the rocket base to get the rocket fuel. They all land, and then all of a sudden you see the Autobots coming out, and some of them, the smaller ones, are in, like, lab coats. That made me weak. That made me weak. Like, like you're messing me up again, people. You're messing me up again. How small are the are, are Bumblebee and... Uh, it would have Braun. been Bumblebee, Braun, Holler, I think. Yes. And, yes. and maybe Cliff. Yep. If anything, those are the four smallest ones that I can yep. remember off the top yep. of my head. And you're right. That. But I was weak with laughter. I was saying, you guys should the Love Cats? <laughs> and, and they felt good for half a minute because they're punching like, you know, Sky Warp and, and Thundercracker and they fall apart in one punch. And it's like, and then Optimus comes out and then, it's like, then the Optimus realizes like, wait a minute, this is all junk. And then all of a sudden you see in the distance Megatron laughing. He's like, yeah, I knew this was a trap because the way you guys let, you know, Ravage give us the information and he escaped too easily. I knew it was all a setup. We found the real rocket base 
because I mean, keep in mind, they have the information from Teletran 1 where the real right. rocket base is. It's like, right. we set up the real rocket base. All the Decepticons are over there raiding over there. I'm just here to say, I was onto your plan. Like, Megatron shows up alone Gangster. to face Gangster. all the Autobots in a trap. And he knows they're going to shoot at him. And he's, he's not worried. He's not worried. <laughs> he's like, hey, Prime, all the Autobots are there. Hey, Prime, all of them. And Megatron shows up with no fear that any of them could beat him. And then he flies away. And then the rest of them are like, <sighs> yeah. except for, hold on. It wasn't, I keep saying Prowl. It wasn't Prowl. It was Blue Streak. Who did what? So at one point, I think it's, um, all right, I'm getting my episodes mixed up. I know one episode, Blue Streak takes offline to say, I've had enough of this. Or no, it was Ironhide. Ironhide takes off flying. Ironhide, yes, yes. And a gun comes out of his back. Right. And then it's like, Ironhide, get back here. And then you have Blue Streak turn around and it's like, yep. don't worry, Prime, I got him because he has him. his doors open and he takes off and exactly. starts flying. Right. You know, and they start trying to deal with uh, Skywarp. So I'm not sure what part of the episode that was, but they shoot Skywarp. And I remember it's Skywarp because Skywarp takes a hit off his back fin. And he yeah, goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. permission to teleport? Permission granted. And yes. Skywarp <laughs> teleports behind the two of them. And at one point, you see them kind of dropping down, you know, slowly as they're flying. And Skywarp is just lighting them up. But when I look at some scenes, you see one point, Ironhide has the gun on his back. Mm-hmm. And then the next scene when he's talking, there's no gun on his shoulder. back. Right, yeah. Right. I remember that and then too. another scene, the gun's back on his back. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> okay, editing. <laughs> but it was funny that they normally don't fly, but Skywarp was lighting them up. <laughs> Yep, yep, and yep, one of the yep, few yep, times yep. you see Skywarp actually teleport, it takes yeah. a lot of his power. But that, and that's what I think is like. There's a lot of powers that each Transformer has mm-hmm. that they really didn't show enough when the show went on as a regular basis. That would have probably changed the storylines a little bit. So, yeah. Anyway, they get back. They got the rocket. You know, um, they're at their rocket ship. So you know, they they did their last heist. They everything was successful. They got Nemesis all full, you know, with Energon. And it's just mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. okay, Autobots, we can't take any more chances. Just just go out and attack. And they just do an all-out attack fight, you know. And the fight's breaking out. And then Megatron's like, well, we're ready to launch. Just leave them. Well, why? Well, I, I like Megatron's well, logic. Okay, why am I going to fight when our rocket ship is loaded and ready to go? Decepticons, just hold them off till the launch sequence is ready. Okay, ready. Fly up in here and let's just go. You know, yeah. and that's you see the ship taking off, <laughs> and and you know Autobots are like, oh man, we've lost our you know our chance, and that's where Prime loses his temper, like right. one of the times, and he's like, you know, uh, I can't remember if it was like Sunstreaker, was like, yeah, Sunstreaker, Sunstreaker, what? Give me your rocket pack, give it Prime, give it to me, okay? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Side swipe, side swipe. So he took side swipe. Yeah. yeah, he took side swipes. He gets up there, he gets shot down. He's all upset, you know. And then all famous words like, hey, anyone seen Mirage? <laughs> so as a note, we'll say with this, because I believe it was earlier in this same same episode when they're back at uh, at the Ark, Mirage mm-hmm. was, as when Hal was coming with the idea to do the Mirage thing. Yes. To do the Mirage thing. The holograms, Mir- yes. The holograms. Mirage was, just prior to that, Mirage was showing off to Spike, showing yes. the ability that he can, he can, mirage and just disappear and just become invisible and appear someplace else yes. and then you look over there up oh, sleight of hand i'm back over here so this is exactly what happened so mirage now prime is like saying anybody see mirage and at that moment all you see mirage now 
comes to futility. He comes to full light on the ship, on Nemesis 2. Yep. <laughs> and at that point, if I remember correctly, their, their version of Tele Nemesis basically recognized Autobots in here, Autobots in here. At least they upgraded, they upgraded their drivers. This system is working perfectly. Wait, you are on this morning roster. Who are you? <laughs> Get out! <laughs> That's really what it is. The machine be like, who's up there? 31? 32? Wait, who's here? Who's here? You! Get out! Everybody started focused on him. And at that point, if I remember just checking over the notes and stuff like that, mm-hmm. that was, uh, sorry, lie, lie, lie. Apologize. I put in the wrong sequence. Okay. So Starscream now is now Starscream is now trying to play the fool again. Yes. And yes. trying to say he's trying to play the fool again, buddy. You got your shoulder. You just embarrass yourself. You just you just embarrass yourself across the crew. You're scrambling. Megatron, don't kill me, don't kill me, don't kill me, don't kill me. What are you doing? What are you doing? So now you feel that you're gonna pick an opportunity. You're on your way back to Cybertron. So I guess in his head, we can land in Cybertron and I'll be the leader. Let's kill Megatron. Let me kill Megatron right now. Foolish mortal. He tried to chew Megatron again. Megatron, like, really? You didn't learn? You know, mistake number two. (laughs) That's exactly it. And he's like, go ahead, Starscream. If you take me out, remember, someone is ready to take you out because Megatron didn't have his gun on him at that point, right? Right, exactly. He took it off. Just as quick as you're going to take me out, someone here is going to take you out. He's like, no one's going to take me out. I'm stronger than everybody. And I'm thinking, okay, you big, once again, big for your britches. And that's when that fight breaks out and, and, and Mirage kind of Mirage sabotages. Comes, right, comes, comes up here at that time. In all the confusion in the fighting, Teletran, the smartest thing, at least the machine is still smart enough. All the fighting, but wait, 32, there's someone else here. Who's here? <laughs> yeah. And that's where, you know, Starscream turns around, shoots at Mirage. Mm-hmm. Mirage shoots back at him. Megatron gets his cannon back on his arm and then gives a blast to Starscream. <laughs> <laughs> and the whole fight breaks on the bridge, which wrecks the navigational controls. And Nemesis starts coming down. And, you know, all of a sudden later on, you see Mirage coming down with like a, 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 a metal parachute. Yeah, that's hilarious. For one, he's like at the door about to say, I guess I'm out. Whoop, open the door. It's K-Chat. Fly out. Being <laughs> <laughs> like Superman. Superman, <laughs> Man of Steel, basically just leaving, leaving the, um, getting that extra uh, sun dose of sun ray when he just on top of the Earth, just floating, just floating back, freedom. <laughs> and then a metal, same way, a metal parachute. Like, I'm out, boy. snitches. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. Yo, they tell you, and and listen, there's an episode before at the dam where you see Mirage actually fight, you know, and it's like, oh, Mirage can fight. I can see that. That's once again. So, if Starscream didn't wake up the Autobots, different story. Mm-hmm. If Cliff Hunter just listened to orders, different story. Starscream would not have tried to backstab Megatron multiple times. A, different story. It's the, it's the MCU. It's the, it's the, it's the time variant. At that time point, variant. The variant, the variant. <laughs> wow. Wow. Look, 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 look we're going to bring... I will bring this up, man. You got any, you got any more notes, man? On this? Is, you, no, no, I'm good. I'm good. This that's the part. Yo, Mirage comes back real good at this point. You know, look, Spike is now trying. He wants to go back, go to the Autobots. I'm like, yo, yo, stop it, stop it. Yeah, yeah. At stop this it. Point, but you other find than that, out, that's it. 
Exactly. At this point, you find out that the UN is now working together to give the Autobots energy for defending the Earth. Um, they still have to figure it out. And then there's more stories that come out. But these three episodes, as, as we love them, don't get it wrong. We literally love these episodes. We watched oh, yeah. them. Oh, yeah. They were milestones for us and, and opening us up for the Transformers. You know, um, And the level of art and quality with it and the voices oh, yeah. were, were great. You know, it's just that there's little things that certain people can do. So Starscream got his fate because, well, he's Starscream. <laughs> he, you know, he talked too much. You know what I mean? Move in silence. Make make power moves in silence so nobody knows what you're doing until it's done. Starscream was too busy running his mouth all the time biggie, saying, biggie. what are you going to do? Biggie, biggie. Yeah, listen. But the beauty thing about it is that that particular narrative of or that characteristic yes. of Starscream has stayed throughout majority yes of all the renditions of all the impl- uh, uh, implications i mean and you know just imaging and everything that they've done yes starship he's always been that loud mouth guy who basically his eyes are too big for himself and he's just eating more food than he should be and like i want to play the food and you want to be like i'm full you made me go buy all this plate of food you ain't eating it Five across the eyes. Five across the eyes. This is the episode five across the eyes for Transformers Generation. This is exactly. It should be that title of five across the eyes. So hold on. So before I leave you on this, everyone here, who, who was your favorite Transformer? Be it Transformer, if it's Automata or Decepticon, who, who was your favorite? Do you have a couple of favorites that always stood out with you in the, the original generation? Uh, I mean, I mean, yeah, you got to say. Even if the ones we didn't cover, I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, in, 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 uh, it's, it's hard to, it's hard to. I, I like people different reasons. I like um, Jetstream. Now Jetstream, yes. we didn't talk about. We didn't. We didn't get to Jetstream. He's a couple of seasons later. But Jetstream, I love him because he was just still. He was just a very, a very humble type of soldier. But if yeah. he ever needed to, you know, he would. You know, he can take up arms and do what he has to do. Slash as well. He just basically has the uh, Mecha from Robotech. But we will. We yes. Into that. You won't go into that. That's another story we got to do. Uh, um, Megatron. Mm-hmm. I, honestly, I mean, I mean, you don't want to make it sound like it's just the obvious, but Megatron, because of his how tolerant he is to to how to tolerant to the amount of foolishness that Scarshine brought up to him, and the amount of times you're like saying, "Listen, you are still the most powerful leader of the Decepticons." Um, yeah, you know, Optimus as well, but. I mean, there's everybody has their niches and match. Yes. Like, you know, I'm just yeah. thinking off of, off of this one. Yeah, I I I, I was sometimes Optimus was a little bit too naive for me, and it just got a little bit annoying. Right. Slight annoying, but but yeah, I, I just I love just love the vigor of of that and uh, and Soundwave and Soundwave. Yes. Soundwave's always, Soundwave was always my guy. I can't even lie. I got I got to really. It had to be think me back though, even when I was a child. I had a, I had Soundwave. Yeah, Soundwave was my guy. Soundwave I hear you. I hear you. And, and I'll agree with you there. So, so out of, if I had to look at the, the Generation 1 out of the, the first couple of episodes, uh, the first three episodes, more than meets the eye episodes that we just talked about, yeah. I'll say, yeah. first and foremost, just like you, my number one guy, Soundwave. I like Soundwave with his as a character. I like that. I always wanted to see more of him. I like Soundwave as a toy. Because mm-hmm. of all the other cassettes that he would get, right? So that's Correct. like, you know, Laserbeak, um, Buzzsaw. Um, so Laserbeak, Buzzsaw, Rum- Frenzy, Rumble, 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 and Ravage. You know, right. and even though Ravage does make it into the 3D animated one with Beast Wars at one point as a, as a legacy character, you know, mm-hmm. and, and he gave him a different look. And, you know, he still had the head, but he spoke. But that's a different story. But Soundwave always, I always thought Soundwave should have taken command 
over Starscream, uh, for sure, hundred percent. So yeah. Star uh, Soundwave was always like my number one. Um, I I liked uh, Mirage. I like Mirage's character mm. and how they portrayed him. So you know that that would be my number two. Um, and then of course one that wasn't covered, but if we're looking at the the big boys, so to speak, Omega Supreme. Ah, when you said Omega big Supreme. Boys, I wanted to like 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 Omega Supreme, one of the Guardian robots, and. I like that they're still incorporating Mega Supreme. So his original look with the rocket ship and the tank of the and the and the treads. Um, I always thought that was cool. Uh, I believe his first appearance was in Marvel uh, issue number nineteen of Transformers. I, I actually have it. So you know what? and and I, I, and then how they incorporate him now by actually making you know. And when I say now, the last uh, Transformers uh, Transformers the animated series where you find mm-hmm. Omega Supreme was the arc. So they made the, yes. the arc actually transform into Mako Supreme, and they're kind yes, of sticking yes, with yes, that yes, now yes, a little yes, bit more, yes, yes. you know, which is kind of cool because it makes more sense to kind of transfer. So those are my yes. my my three there, and I said you know, uh, of course, then it comes like you know, Megatron. Megatron was always right. yes, <laughs> he gave me some good one liners. Yeah. Um, you know, you know, I'll give one person, one more person is in, the, is in your backdrop, and I just I don't know, I just saw him and I was like, of course, and I had his toy as well, Grimlock. Grimlock, yes. Oh my gosh, just, 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 just the, the, the simple child mind that he was, uh-huh. but the, the just how that he was like, he took everything as face value, and he was so innocent. But then, get him mad. Yeah, the man will just hulk out on you. I'm like, oh yeah, Grimlock, go baby, go. Yeah, so Grimlock and they they used them well, and the and the Dinobots, I thought they were really good. Um, you know, and other ones. I mean, everyone has there's so many in there that you, you can, yeah. everyone has their favorites. You know, I know my brother at one point had the playset uh, or the, the the figure playset slash uh, mm-hmm. the city, the, the Autobot City, uh, uh, Metro uh, Metroplex. Oh yeah, Brian had Metroplex, and I'm like, when he got that for Christmas, I'm like, holy crap! You know, so he had Metroplex and Trypticon. I don't think those two were used as much as they could have been used. Um, right. This is why I like one of the other uh, Machine Mania miniseries that they did right where they brought in okay. more of the combiners okay you know and they brought in metroplex they brought in Trypticon, and they use them a little bit more but i'm still sticking that not my number one will always be Soundwave. Soundwave. is he dated as a walkman in this day and age yeah sure but you know find another cool look for him but don't take away the essence of all the cassettes with him you know right, I, right. and i thought he should have had more final one-on-one battles with blaster the autobots radio because Black, and you only see that in the Transformers movie, but you figure the two of them should have gone a little bit more head to head. But anyways, yeah, I digress. That is it. Mm-hmm. Thank you everyone for tuning in. On behalf once again of the Iconis Podcast, you can find us. Um, you know all the links for now under Barry3D.com. You can find us on Iconis.podbeam.com for the there audio. And once again, as I said, like, subscribe, share, download the episodes. Let us know what you think. Uh, one of your hosts, I'm Barry 3D, and I'm here with DJ Rod C. What? And as I always say, this whole world was discovered by a pencil, a piece of paper, and imagination. Keep on dreaming. Thank you. Got it. Roll out. <laughs> I'm loving it.